Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, this is Those Guys. I'm Matt, and I'm here along with... Tara. Tara. So, Tara, it's been a while, but basically like uh, the bat signal, I told you, hey, let's talk about your babies, and you just appeared. That's exactly what happened. When, when, When I called to talk about my children, I appear like a mother. Basically. So we're talking about the entirety of season two, which I didn't think I would be able to sit down and marathon it, not because of anything with My Hero Academia, just due to the fact that when it comes to shows that, you know, we usually do on the podcast, usually we try to do like half a quote unquote core. So like 12, 13 episodes. And to be fair, there actually was a really good breakdown that we could have split it up with, but I sat back and I was like, you know what? Season four is coming up. Also, I know we, I want to um, record an episode of those guys play with you potentially regarding the, my hero academia game. So by the time this is out, that might actually be out on our, uh, those guys play channel. So I wanted to do all of that. And I know that season two coincides with um, this, uh, with the game a little bit. So apparently, the game starts with Gran Torino training. Uh huh. So I didn't know about that until I was actually like, you know, what, let me now that I've seen entire season two, the entirety, let me actually look at the game. So apparently, it starts off with Gran Torino training. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's not so bad now that we've seen the entirety of, of the season, but. My question to you is, so did this season make you love the show more or less? Like, did it did it, did it kind of uh, grow even fonder in your heart? Well, definitely, because the, the, the first season was short, and it was kind of like, you know, a pusher for, like, things to come. And then the second season is where just a lot of great things happened in one season. Like, the season doesn't let you take a break it's like one thing after another and you get all excited and hyped up about it and you're wondering what's going to happen next there was only one small tiny quote-unquote break i would argue but even then it's not really a break it was the anime only episode with froppy and the rest of them kind of just having their uh, intern experiences that was the only quote-unquote break but not really because froppy's like yeah i stopped some drug dealers and it's like holy shit it's yeah, like, well, uh, that, that episode is actually, yeah, it's, it's, I'm always not in the manga, but I really appreciated that because I feel like that the girls can sometimes get overshadowed because none of the girls are like any really major except for Uraraka. So I was like, Froppy gets her own episode. That's great. Yeah, no, that happens a lot from what I've uh, noticed. And I haven't read the manga. I do have the first five volumes. I think I told you this. I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast. I got them all on eBay for five bucks a pop. So overall, it just came out to 25 with shipping, and I was like, oh, yes. Yes, I will, I will take this. Um, but, but yeah, so I got the first five volumes, so I haven't read it necessarily, but just by watching the anime, I can tell that, yeah, the women get they, – they don't – and I'm fine – look, I'm fine with not every character, be it male or female, getting a – you know, getting like this um, – Everything, especially Deku, because the fact that Deku didn't win the sports festival, I was so happy about that. I'm like, thank God, a main character in a show, not actually in an anime, not actually getting everything once yeah. the show starts. You know, because like obviously a lot of anime protagonists have problems, a lot of problems, but usually when the show starts, 
It's like, no, don't worry, everything's fine. Maybe in certain shows, like something like Dragon Ball and the initial you know, seasons of Dragon Ball, Goku had problems at tournaments. But once we got into Z, yes, there were bigger problems, but I would argue he kind of, not breezed through them, but it, I never thought Goku was going to die. Well, even though, kind of. But still, you know, that's a whole different discussion. But still, die for real, for real. But when looking at My Hero Academia here, the fact that Deku didn't win the sports festival, I remember a lot of people online, I didn't know why, out of context, were like, oh, he's not even winning in his own show. But that's good. This dude is just starting off. He's, in, he's barely out of middle school. We need. He's, he's relatable. Yeah. Yes. So that's good. But what I do think, though, is not even just throughout the sports festival, but just throughout the season itself, yeah, we've kind of had the like we had a lot of characters, thankfully, take um take you know have stronger roles and just be kind of stick out a bit more, especially with that sports festival. But we had a situation where because they zoomed through a bunch of the fights, there were certain characters who I thought, yes, thankfully with um I, I don't remember her name, she actually creates things. She's the creator. Yairozu. Yes, Yairozu. At least that dealt, like, that gave her a blow that ended up being part of her character arc later. But certain characters, I mean, even some cool ones, like the, the woman who, or the girl who wanted to kind of promote all of her tech, I know that was her goal, but literally her goal is to promote all of her tech, and she's like, bye, and then it's like, damn it, now Ida just wins by default. She's funny. Ida is so mad. And I, you love her, don't you? I love Hatsune. She's absolutely nuts, but mm. in the best way. And you could tell, like, she, she's a genius in her, own, in her own right by how good she is. Yeah. I don't know why the way she manipulated Ida, I was like, I feel, I don't know, I was getting Tara vibes. I don't know why. I was just like, because <laughs> it's not, I don't know why. I was like, this seems, seems like something Tara would do, smiley, just kind of manipulating people and then walk away. I was like, yeah, it's Tara. I'm kidding. But, um. I, but I don't, <laughs> rude. That was rude. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I, look, I love what they did with Uraraka and the fact that even though she didn't win, she still gave it her all to the point where she made Bakugo look like, you know, like someone, because everyone thinks like, oh, God, it's like Vegeta versus, you know, some other character that doesn't have any power or strength. It's like, no, 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 Uraraka is a... She has a quirk, goddammit, and she's smart with the quirk. We saw that in the 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 battle in season one with Ida, um, Bakugo, and um, and Deku. Like we see that she knows what she's doing. She's had her quirks since she was a kid. The only person here out of everyone that should be extremely inept, other than Mineta, is <laughs> is Deku, because yes, Deku because just got his own quirk. Yeah, literally. Like everyone else should at least be able to work, even if they're not the strongest or they don't have the strongest quirk, they should still be super familiar with their quirks at this point. I mean, they've had these since they were like at least five or six. Exactly. And that's why the, 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 the sports festival is really good because you get to see that it's not just the Deku show, the Bakugo show, the Todoroki show. It's like everyone is really fucking skilled and they need to be respected. Mm-hmm. And, and I definitely noticed Bakugo, that. Which is why Bakugo was like, I can't, like, everyone was like, oh my god, I can't believe you picked on a frail girl like that. And then he's just like, bitch, what? She ain't frail? What are you talking about? Yes. 
See, that I enjoy so much. I think that the author did a great job of conveying that. I just think that in general it's weird that I don't even care about, again, about them coming up short, but a lot of the women in the show so far just don't really have a lot of time to shine because once you – and I'm happy they gave a bigger role to Todoroki because I thought he was just a random – you know, kind of cool boy character. I had no idea. I think we talked about no. this. Tragic backstory time. Yeah, no, because I think we talked about this during season one. I was like, yeah, there's not really much to him. And you were like, give it time. And I was like, why the deep voice, Tara? <laughs> um, Be- because it- it's tragic. That's why. Yes. Well, yeah, no. Once all that hit, I was like, oh, God. Although I'm a little confused. So, like, he said the phrase, and I watched the dub, so maybe there's a little bit of a difference in translation. I saw the dub, and he said, and my mother forgave me. And I was like, but she fucking threw boiling water on you. What? No, no, no. So so I think what he means is, like, so he didn't have any fucking contact with his mother. So I think he was sorry that he never, like, went after her. Or like try to talk to her at all yeah. because I think uh, I think his sister uh, definitely did see her mother in the hospital, but I don't think okay. he ever went. Right, but I can see why he didn't go. Didn't isn't the canon story at least in this season? I don't know if things will change. Isn't the canon story she threw boiling water on his face? Yes, that that will never change. Um, okay, she threw boiling water on his face, but that's but because. She... Yeah. She no, I know why. Abused. She sees. <laughs> no, 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 horribly. No, she sees Endeavor on his, you know, in him, which, like, I totally get that. Like, that's horrible. But, like, yo, she threw boiling water. I'd, like, I'm looking at Todoroki, and I'm like, nah, dude, like, it's fine that you you didn't go there. I mean, to be fair, like, fuck Endeavor, too. But, like, it's fine mm. that you didn't go there. Endeavor, I'm... Okay, so I hate Endeavor as much as I love his design. The fact that he is just the kanji for fire is so fucking cool. Like, I hate him, but my God, that does – like, I love All Might, don't get me wrong, but I think I love Endeavor's design a little bit more. As a human being, fuck him. I I, I was hoping Stain would just kind of give him a little stabby stab, but (laughs) maybe not kill him, but a little stabby stab, you know? The fact that, that Endeavor's that means- the one, the, the fact that Endeavor's the quote unquote one who took him down, I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, Torino, take out your license. You're not retired. Like, yay, Torino did it. Like, I was so mad that it was Endeavor that technically did it. But, you know, the story, the official story. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it was, it's a good cover story, like they explained in, in there. But I do agree that Endeavor's design is very, like, pleasing to the eye. Because if you think of, like, the number two hero, if you just, like, see him, you're like, yeah, that looks like a number two hero to me. Mm. Uh, oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of someone who's part of that cover story, I finally got to meet the chief of police. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> no, it's... It's beautiful because I saw him posted online as a meme, and I was like, Tara, which one's the dog man? And you were like, what? Because I thought that was his quirk because I didn't realize that dog people are just chill in that universe. Not even all of them have quirks, arguably. It's just like, no, 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 dog people are here. Tokoyami has a fucking bird head. Ashido is pink. What? Yes, I know that. No, no, but the, but I would argue those are part of their. Well, no, Ashiro being pink, I thought she's a straight up alien, not even a joke. Because like I thought, although Deku said we didn't, we don't have interstellar travel, so I'm like, what? 
Um, no, okay, okay, I'm gonna like I'm gonna branch off for one second, but so the the, the Area 51 memes, I have seen like yes. Ashido being part of those memes, and I'm so happy about it. But no, Dude. she's not an alien, at least not that we know of. Okay, so yeah, that's true. That but dude, those Area 51 memes. By the time this episode's out, those memes might have been, might be dead. But the reason why I love them is I didn't see uh, season two until I like, I saw it after I saw some of these some of these memes. So I see the meme of her running with Denki, with lightning. But yeah, yeah. So like I see them both running, and then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm gonna see that eventually because I didn't think I remembered it from season one. And so I see them running away from the principal, and I'm like, there it is. God damn it, there yep. it is. God, that yep. was so funny. I shared that shit immediately. Um, but anyway, so, but talking about, yeah, so I didn't know if she was an alien or not, but I do know that looking at Tokoyami, again, I'm a, you don't know if that's part of his quirk or if he is like, no, my father was a bird, my mother was human, we don't talk about it. Like, I <laughs> no, no, no. don't, I don't know. I mean, like, so, so, no, Sue also has frog-like features. She can literally take her stomach out of her body, and, and God, her that tongue was so is funny. a frog's tongue. Don't look at me while I'm doing this. Um, all oh, right. Oh, gross. <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, like, so, and, and then also, we don't know what, what's, what's under Sho, um, Shoji's mask. Like, he's like fucking Kakashi. He's just like, he's an octopus Kakashi. Like, we don't know what's under the mask. You don't know what's mm. over there. It could be weird. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm a, so you could tell that some people have animal-like quirks and characteristics. I mean, the well, the principal that was so sad. Where it's like, oh, the principal, he was actually experimented on. So this is how he takes his revenge. Yep. And I was like, that's sad, yeah, he, but also hilarious. No, Just it's him. great, and I, yeah. I love when he goes off. It this makes me so happy. I'm like, oh, look at Nezu go. I, that's how he was. He was like, a true villain would do something like this, wouldn't he? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this dude. This dude. And then everyone is just like, don't piss off the mouse bear thing. Mouse yeah, because, yeah, I, well, I'm assuming he's a, uh, oh god, um, not a beaver. I'm thinking of, uh, no, I'm a damn it, groundhog? <laughs> not, yeah, I'm thinking, groundhog? no, I'm thinking of something. Bro, he's white. No, I'm not the experiments change his skin tone. Uh he looks like a shaved rat actually. To be like to be honest with you. Yeah, n- n- no one really knows what he is. So he he even says it himself. That's a joke. But he's the principal. But that's that's who he is. He's, he's the he's principal ter- of he's UA. He's a terrifyingly smart principal who has control over your grades. That's all you need to know. Basically. Um you know, it's nice to see Aizawa getting to know him more, kind of seeing the facade break down. I mean, we got that at the end of season one, but having him kind of uh, give his, I, I guess, uh, give his advice, but not so much, like doing it in his own way, to Yayorozu, that was really nice. He He's dad. He's, he, he's a dad. And, like, and, and this, is the, this is, I think, like, uh, for the first time he hasn't really expelled anybody. I think they mentioned that in season two where like he likes his class. And I'm like, in season one. Dead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause in season one, cause he was, in season one initially, we really thought he was going to like, it was, seemed like it was one of those, ah, no, he's just doing this to motivate them. But then all might's like, no, but for real though, you, you usually expel <laughs> the, the shittiest student. 
Why didn't you expel this yep. shittiest student? Deku's like, I can hear you. The, well, um, the reason why he didn't expel the shittiest student was because somehow Mineta ended up on top of Midoriya. And, oh, my and God. And Midoriya can fucking, like, launch stupid power. And I, I was like, okay, I guess we can't let this fucking power go to waste. I guess I got to roll up my yeah. sleeves and somehow make this boy presentable. Basically, you know, my my problem with Mineta isn't even the humor. It's that it happens more than once per episode. Like, I can stomach him being this way once per episode, but having it happen more than once in episodes that don't even focus on him in particular, it's like, all right, the humor, to me anyway, maybe it's because I've been watching for a while. For me, it's tired out. Like, it's something that... Like, it's been done before. We don't, even though I know that there's always that one weird kid in middle school, like, I get that. So that's not off to me necessarily, that weird kid in middle school or high school. That I get. But to have him consistently do it more than once per episode, it's like, are, like, there was one of them. Oh, the funniest one, Tara. I don't know about you, but I fucking lost it. When he was going up against Midnight and then the other guy, Sento, uh, I think it was Sento, Tape Man. He, yes, Sarah, thank Sarah. you. He was knocked out, and he's like, I'll never forgive you for falling asleep on her lap. And they're like, is he crying blood? I couldn't stop laughing. The fact that he was crying blood over something I mean, so fucking anytime, trivial. Anytime that he is bleeding, I'm like okay with because he's bleeding. That means he's hurt, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Again, he, Jesus he, H. he's the one child I don't care about. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Speaking of, of, of children, so Manetta is out as one of my children for obvious reasons, but he was replaced by the good purple boy. I'm assuming by now you know who the good purple boy is. Yes, but tell everyone else. <laughs> uh, Shin, Shinso. He is a good purple boy on my poster that has Manetta on it which I try not to look at every day as I walk into my house, um, will be replaced eventually with, with a picture of Shinso because he is the good purple boy that will replace the bad purple boy in everybody's hearts as soon as they watch season two. Just copy, um, just uh, print out a picture of Shinso, like the face, and just put it on Mineta's face. Exactly. Like, uh, that's, that's like what a I sticker. Do. Great. Yep. So let's see. Shinso, My Hero Academia. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Shinso, Zombie Boy is what a friend called zombie him. Zombie Boy. That's what a friend oh, of mine called him, Zombie Boy. Okay. He's yeah, no, he's great. Zombie. No, not compared to fucking Mr. You know, Build a Bear that went to the League of Villains. The dude is basically half corpse. Oh, you mean you can sh- see the Shigaraki? you can see the stitching on him. No, 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 no. The one who the one who's actually like he applied at the around the end of the season with the girl who's a serial killer. Oh, oh, Dobby. Oh, yeah. Do- yes, Dobby. No, he's you can see the stitching. He's basically build a bear. Like. Oh no! Yeah, he, he he's all fucked up. Like he's a zombie. He, he, if you want to talk about quote unquote? Up. Yeah, if you want to talk about quote unquote zombies, but my friend hadn't gotten to that point yet, so she's like, "This man, zombie." And it's just, and then he's, no. he's so interesting. I like him. I didn't think of him as purple, but yeah, you're right. I thought you were talking about a literal purple being because again, we're talking about My Hero no. Academia. So I'm like, who am I looking for? He's, he's, um, he's a good purple boy because like he, 
Like, also, he reminds me a lot of Aizawa. Like, honestly, if you put mm. them, the two of them next to each other, when Aizawa's hair is up, like, you, you, you know how Todoroki said to Midoriya, are you all my secret love child or something? I'm, like, half expecting him to go up to Shinzo and be like, yo, are you Aizawa's secret love child or something? Like, I'm expecting so it because I, they look alike. You and I are on the same, you, are, you and I are on the same page. It's just like, literally, it's just like, hey, you know my mom. Yeah, we actually hung out 14 years. Ago. See ya. <laughs> just Aizawa is just like. Mr. Aizawa, where are you going? Eat. Away. Eat. You know nothing, child. It's just him talking to... I don't know if it would be him talking to the principal or him talking to President Mike. So, it's just, so you got a girl pregnant. President Mike. What? What? Jesus. I feel like Mike would... Because I feel like Mike would be a dick about it, but like the principal would be like, it's all right. That happens sometimes. Mr. Principal. Just sipping some tea, all nice and calm. Please, have some tea, Aizawa. Well, that's because, like, Nezu would have probably figured it out already with his superior intellect, and President Mike just kind of be like, wah, and be screaming. Yeah. Oh, God. So President Mike is interesting. They replaced his voice actor, this is the English version, halfway through the season, I think because his initial voice actor, this is my speculation, uh, was doing another simul-dubbed uh, series called Dragon Ball Super, because he's Krillin. He plays both Krillin mm. and President Mike. So I'm assuming they re- that's why they replaced him, because during certain parts of the season when you hear President Mike, and again, this is the English side of things, you can tell, like, he's doing an impression of the actor, Sonny Strait. But it's definitely not Sonny Strait. But it's weird, because depending on the episode, the original actor is still in the credits, but then you go online and it's like, no, yeah, he was replaced by so-and-so. So out of, I guess it might have been a mid-season shift, like, out of nowhere. They were like, crap. We have to go, you know, because doing simul dubs. You know what a simul dub is, yeah? Uh. Okay, that's fine. So no, no, it's fine if you don't know. Uh, it's a newer term to me as well because I'm usually, I'm an older anime fan. So I I remember back in the day when sometimes a dub would come out for a show and it'd already be over in Japan. Nowadays, with My Hero Academia, the show let's say comes out like October first. I'm just making a random date up. The show will be out in English dubbed, not even subtitled, dubbed October fourteenth. So there'll be two episodes behind, but they're basically dubbing this as the show airs. So because that happens with multiple series, you might have a situation where a voice actor's like, hey, I'm not like Deku, so I got to bow out of this. Because I'm, you know, because the dude who is present, Mike, his biggest role, I would argue, one of his biggest roles was Krillin on Dragon Ball. So if you're doing two simul dubs at the same time, and it's a bit, you know, hard on you, or if you're doing even multiple, I don't know if he was also in more simul dubs or if he was like, because some of the actors also write as well and do script editing and stuff like that for uh, four different series. So, yeah, simul dubs, dude, du- anime's gotten nuts, What Tara. the fuck? What? No, sorry, I saw a spider. I saw a spider, oh. and it's large, and I- I'm going to listen to you, but I'm going to, Edward, get it. Get it. Be useful. It's Oh, oh right, you're talking to your cat. Not not Edward Elric, but I, no. Edward, go fucking get it. You try and get it. <laughs> this is this is beautiful. Get, this get is, the fucking this... spider. Tara, I'll be there in a few hours. I'll get the spider. <laughs> Tara, it's fine. I'll be there in a few hours. Uh, no, like I'm not scared of spiders. It was just larger than I expected to find in my house because I because I no longer live next to the woods. 
I live like across the street from next to the woods, so I thought the spider yeah. population would be a little bit less. It's your base. Okay, no, I'm let me tell you exactly what. Let me tell you exactly what this is. So I don't know if this is going to come up before or after this, but I did a podcast recently with uh, a contributor to the channel, Tristan, and he and I did Toy Story 2. So when you said, because I knew you moved, but I didn't know where you moved, so I was like, oh, I wonder how far this is going to be when I try to go up there and we try to film. And you were just like, yeah, I'm literally across the street. So I just imagined Al peeling out of his job to go across the street to his house <laughs> from Al's toy barn, <laughs> just literally. That's literally all I imagined because I was like, oh, are there still – because I made a joke. I forgot what joke I made, but it was probably deserving of your reaction. You said, you're going to sleep outside. And I was like, oh, well, are there still deer? I'll chill with the deer. You're like, yeah, I'm across the street from my old house. Like, what the fuck? Because your new place looks amazing, but you've been touting it as if, like, it's just like, I've gotten away. Thank goodness. Where are you? Across the street. Like, no, no, right, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. So I live in a nice, it's quote-unquote luxury. It's not luxury. But it's, compared to what I was living in, it is luxury, a luxury set of apartments. And the house that I live mm-hmm. in is probably over 100 years old and is a hovel and is smack dab in the middle of, like, trees that well, Tara, you can't see I... from the fucking road. Yeah, but Tara, that house being so old, I think there's something you you didn't realize. When you were watching My Hero Academia, you were never alone. No, I wasn't you, alone. I I, you, I I was aware of the ghosts in my house. I know. Oh, I was kidding. I slept there. Fuck. All right. Anyway, <laughs> moving back to. <laughs> fuck. All right. So. Uh, Spider commission back. is over. Are you telling me it wasn't Edward who was cuddling with me? All right. Well. I'm probably cursed. Uh, maybe it followed me. Anyway. No, um, no, it's fine. Listen, listen. There are no, there are no bad ghosts. Like, shh, don't worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I th- it's hard for me to tell who's my favorite character because I think what happened is the sports festival showcased so many of of the kids in in UA. So I thought, oh, that's great. I feel like it's easy to pick one. But then the second half of the season with Stain, they kind of just reverted back to the you know the the shonen trope, and 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 who and knowing us trying to like trying to be hammered into us like no 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 no, it's about Deku, it's about Todoroki. And it's about well, it's funny they actually took a break from Bakugo, which was nice actually. But it's about Ida, and I was like, oh <laughs> no, because I'm happy that I'm happy that Ida got a chance to shine. But again, it felt like it was at the expense, in a sense, of Uraraka, Yaryozu, and a bunch of other characters. Hell, like um, Dark Shadow, Togiyaki. I love his character so much. His design and the fact that he his quirk can talk to him, and he's a bit more. Um, you know, spunky. I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. But we, after the sports festival and before the teacher's exam, like that little break there, we got nothing. It's crazy how much yeah. we didn't get. No, yeah, like, the, 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 that's the part about it, too, is that they, they, they will, like, take breaks where, like, they, they, they build up all the characters at once, and they should, like, it's like, okay, it's back to, like, the main characters, and they go back and forth. But, I mean, like, it's, it's literally the story about how Deku became the greatest hero. Like, the, they, they announced it at the beginning. And no, that I get. That's I just get. No, 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 no. I get that it's about Deku. That I hear you. I'm just saying that I hope in future arcs we have Deku. We, the people that are around Deku kind of, like, switch off every now oh, and again. Sweetie. 
Oh, sweetheart. No, no, no. I understand. Now I understand what you're saying. And you don't have to worry about that. Like, you you don't have to worry. It will happen. It will just, it'll just take a while for for all of, uh, unless you're going to read all the fucking mangas. Like, no. all the volumes. Not, 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 not. Just well, actually, it's funny. So this is not an ad. This is just me being serious. I technically could now because I have the Shonen Jump app. I don't know if I told you about the app Ooh. and why. I, no, let me explain. So it's the Shonen Jump app, and they gave me like a well, they give everyone a free trial for like seven days, and I you pay two dollars a month and you get access to all of the manga digitally on your phone. So I can read every single volume of My Hero, even the newest chapters. So when I catch up, like when we're caught up to season three with the podcast, I might just start binging. You should, and then you can scream with me because, yeah, like, yeah. Listen, there are a lot of moments where I'm not okay, and it just and it 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 shuffles through where I'm not okay, and right now where I am in the manga, I'm not okay. But we're we're not going to go there. We're we're sticking with season two. You're watching, so side note, you're watching Naruto. The reason why I told you, oh, I'm not watching Naruto, I'm reading it, is because every single volume, even new Boruto, is on this app for $2 a month. It doesn't increase if you read more volumes. Oh, so that's shit. why. Yeah, dude, so that's why I'm like, literally the only catch, quote-unquote, which I laugh at, you can only read 100 chapters a day. A day. And? It resets after 24 hours. Yes. I fucking lost it when I heard this. Because, like, I understand if, like, something's too expensive where someone's like, I don't know. But in my head, I'm like, wait, $2 a month. I get to read this on my phone. And when I'm going to your place, like, on the bus or whatever, because there's no Wi-Fi or my phone sucks, uh, whichever one, I can download them beforehand and just read them on the phone on the trip. So, like, I'm not trying to. Okay, this is what you should do. You you should do that. And when I pick you up. And then we'll just scream together. <laughs> It'll be great. Basically. Yeah, no, that's probably what I'm going to do. And I'm sorry, guys, if it sounds like an ad. Just, like, I'm really impressed about where we've come digitally because, like, there still are, like, digital titles available for, like, $10 a piece or something. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Heck, I, I don't feel comfortable paying the full $10 for a full book because of my bank account. I can't go $10 digital, you know. But the fact that it's like, no, every chapter, $2. I was like, what the fuck? So I want to tell you in the off chance you're like, oh, and this, this interests you, Tara. But, um, but yeah, so either way, when it comes to My Hero, I have the first five physical. And it's crazy to think about how it basically transitions into the um, – like how the, how the anime is cut up with the manga and how it's actually really good of a representation. We barely have any filler. No, like, yeah, literally. like – well. There, there really, there is not any filler, like as far as I can see, because I, because I've, I've obviously seen, see, I, I can't fucking talk. I've obviously <laughs> seen season three. Don't laugh at me. And, um, uh. and the, and, and, and there's a couple of um, uh, o, uh, OVAs that they do like put out, but like they're yeah, thirteen point five. Yeah, yeah, like where it's kind of just like, hey guys, so things are pretty crazy this year. Deku, yes, Ida, we're swimming. I know, but like, let's talk about how crazy everything was this past year. Deku, I know, like, you wanna... let's stare at each other, like, yeah. for a really well, long time. 
<laughs> it's funny. I haven't seen that episode yet, I, but I saw like it just was a weird like it was literally a description of like this recap episode has them swimming, talking about their feelings from seasons one and two, it's, and I'm it's, like, it's, all right, it's it it's fucking free. That's what it is. It's it's just free. It. it <laughs> You can't tell that to my friend. That, that'll that be your favorite episode, and it's a fucking recap episode. She loves free. Literally, I'd be like, because I, I told you I got her into My Hero, and it was just so funny because I, she's not really into anime much. So I was like, I don't know if she's going to like this, but maybe. And now she's like, these are my babies, and I love them, except Bakugo. And I'm like, uh-oh, now you two can't meet. Listen. No, you two are going to fight. No, no, no. She, she doesn't understand yet. Like, like I can guarantee you, once she gets to season three, like, once well, she's seen, happens, she'll be like, Oh, okay. Well, because she's seen two full seasons, and she's like, thank goodness best genius gets to put Bakugo in his place. Oh, he don't. <laughs> well, no, that's the best. Oh, God, dude, the hair was so fucking funny. He screams, and it pops open, like it bursts. That's just so funny and- to me. And, and my favorite part is that his classmates aren't fucking scared of him, so they just laugh at him, and he just, he literally has them hanging by their collars at both sides. Imagine holding actual human beings, like, like, like grocery bags, and, and they're just still laughing at him. Like, the, the, oh. the confidence they must have. <laughs> I like how the heroes and the support teams are actually friends now because that was something that I didn't even know existed but of course had to exist and make sense like there's tech and there's all these other there's also a business class as well like again it all makes sense why would the hero organization only have just heroes but of course we're following this through Deku and through Bakugo's perspectives so when you do that all you're hearing about is hero 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 but obviously there's so much more to this world than just being a hero obviously so I enjoyed that we expanded that and also now we have this support classes in some cases friends is that one guy who's a dick i like him only because we have the big sister come in and karate chop him and take him away oh no yeah that no class class um 1b is is yeah. a hero class it's, it's not a support class but but yeah you're talking about monoma and kendo monoma okay sorry a, is a so then yeah so then wait the support Hatsume, the support class Hatsume is is uh, yeah. is tech support Oh, so I'm sorry. She's, she's tech support. she's the only one you got to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, so she's tech support. The Everyone else is technically a hero, but they're in – no, because what's his Except name? Except for in, Shinso. Yes, Except thank you. Shinso. Because Thank you. Because I remember him having this big, you know, this big hullabaloo about that, understandably. Um, oh, God, it was so sad when he's just like, everyone thinks that I'm a villain because of my power. And Bakker goes like, what's wrong about that? And it's just like, all right. <laughs> All right, Bakugo. Settle down, buddy. You know, I I'll say this much though. I'm happy that Bakugo now is kind of, you know, learning. At least he's working with uh with Deku. My problem is not that it took so long, but I think it it actually doesn't click because of how long, even though I've been marathoning this, but still, because the seasons took like two years to come out, and with the manga, I'm pretty sure at this point, with season, at the end of season two, it's like, what, eight volumes or something like that? So you've been following this for a while, most likely, but it's only been one semester, three months, but it, or three to four months, but it seems like it's been longer. Yeah, because a lot of just, it's one thing after another. Like, you have... You have like the the first like few weeks of school and they attack by villains 
and they go straight into the sports festival, and then they go into staying fuck, fucking shit up, and then it's finals, and it's yeah. just one thing after another. Yeah, so because it's funny because I would argue like, oh, it's taken Bakugo a bit too long to develop, but really it's just been a, three months. No one should develop that quickly. I would argue, like it should take no, a little bit and, longer. And and but 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 he has a little bit. Like he definitely the sports festival started to turn him a little bit because he started to see like people around him were actually decently powerful and they could be of use to him. Like the, the he got whole muzzled. the whole um Tara, what? he got he got he got muzzled. He literally no, no, they he they put a muzzle on him. No, I'm just saying it's so funny. They put a muzzle on him and then you have All Might. Here's your here's your award. I don't want that award. Well you're going to fucking take it. I don't want to All right, fuck you. No. Also, the best part is, like, later on in the day, he still has the fucking metal in his mouth out of pure spite, and he's just sitting there, like, seething. <laughs> As I was, like, talking to him, go home and get some rest, and Bakugo is just, like, with the fucking metal in his mouth. But Question. But either way, Oh, so, sorry. Keep what? going. No, no, keep going. All right. All right. So, but anyway, as I was saying, I will always be a Bakugo advocate. This, this I, You cannot stop me. I love him. But... He uh, he started to figure out. Um, uh, I mean, he he started to respect his his classmates. Like the first, like one of the first ones, he ended up like immediately like like focusing on was Kirishima because he realized that like with his quirk, he can withstand Bakugo's like blast and everything. And it was like kind of like an aha mm-hmm. moment for for Bakugo. And then and then during the whole like cavalry cavalry thing, he stopped calling. Uh, Kirishima by a stupid nickname, Shitty Hair. And he call, started calling by Kirishima. And then eventually, like, um, the rest of his cavalry team, I think it was Saro and Ashido, they, like, they finally yelled at him, like, call us by our names. And I, I'm not sure if he does call them by their names, but either way, he kind of recognizes them now, at least by their quirks. I mean, maybe not their names, but at least he knows their quirks now. He didn't know that in the beginning because he's fucking horrible at the point. But yeah, well, because he doesn't yeah, understand then, what the fucking teamwork is. At least now he's finally oh no. fucking getting. Like I gotta be honest with you, I wanted I I'm not me personally because he's a child, but like I wanted Deku to knock him out when it was him, the two of them versus All Might, because it's like, look, Bakugo, you need to at least do this for five fucking minutes, and then hate his guts. <laughs> And then hate his guts again. I'm not saying don't hate his guts. I'm just saying that All Might, you even worshipped him as a kid, so, like younger kid, so you know it's All Might. No, yeah, because listen, his fucking ego is bigger than the planet of, like, of ego for the Marvel Universe. It's, yes. It's literally oh. that big. That's a good reference. It is I understood a good reference. that reference. I'm proud of the reference. But that's how it, like, he was built up his entire fucking life. Like, you are going to be great. You're the best. And then he was like, okay, I got to be the best. So he worked really fucking hard where he is arguably like the one, one of the strongest people. Eh, well, I don't say, like, after the sports festival, I really think that Todoroki could have beaten him if he actually, like, fucking did something, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just kind of quitting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would say he's at least the second strongest in the class. So it's 
yeah, his his cooperativeness is not gonna, and he needs more work. It definitely. I does. would love I would love for Endeavor to talk to whoever is um, uh, whoever's uh, raising Bakugo because we don't know much about him. So uh, whoever's raising Bakugo, I want Endeavor to look at him, them, whoever they are, and be like, I propose a trade. He's like, excuse me, Father. By the time this is over, that might not be the best uh, way to describe me. I propose a trade. Trading Todoroki and Bakugo. I feel because I feel like Endeavor would be like, I can mold this one, and also he's fiery, a bit more spunk than my own son. No, no. See, he wouldn't. Bakugo wouldn't do that. Because, like, he he overheard Deku and Todoroki talking about his tragic past. Right. And, yeah, like, Bakugo, I can, like, you know, I guarantee you if Bakugo had any type of, like, Endeavor, like, merch in his room, he probably just, like, took it in his hands and exploded it. Like, you know. You know, yeah, I want to say, despite everything negative that I can say or you can say or the people watching My Hero Academia could say or that the author could say about Bakugo, I think that there's one thing that I appreciate is that he doesn't go – okay, so he shits on people, yes, but he doesn't necessarily go for the low blow. Like he wouldn't say something about Ida's brother. Like I feel like he's like, no, like I know that there are bounds. Like he's not – like he's a he's an asshole, but there are certain limits. I feel like he's like he, I wouldn't go after Ida's brother. Power. Well, not just that, That's but I feel like he wouldn't. Respect. Yes, but I feel like he would not like be like, yeah, well, your brother sucks because he got stabbed by Stain. Like I feel like. Oh God, no. But that's what I'm saying. But there are certain people at UA who would. So. I'm saying, like, I enjoy that at least he doesn't go for that. Like, I don't know what's up with Deku's dad, but I don't think he'd say shit about Deku's dad. If there is a problem <gasps> with Deku's dad. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck's I, up with his dad. Yeah. Yo, like, le, uh, like, this isn't a spoiler, but I, I've been reading really far, and so far his dad's not even there. Like, I, I just think, like, That's dads weird. are irrelevant, except except for... <clears throat> Except for um, like like surrogate dads, like All Might and Aizawa. Like yeah. And also, I would like to I would like to point out, I think it's kind of cool, is that a lot of the characters are modeled after their mothers in response to being modeled after their fathers, which I've noticed happens a lot more often in anime. Like it's Explain always like you mean by like that. the father. So like. I don't know. So I, I, I've watched a lot of, like, I mean, not a lot, but the two examples that I can think of yeah. are, um, uh, I'm trying to, uh, okay, so, so Kakashi apparently looks just like his fucking dad, to the point where someone will literally go after his throat because they think it's the white fang. And oh. and then and then um, Edward Elric, like, and his brother Alphonse look pretty much just like their oh, dad, oh. the whole blonde hair and shit. And but in my hero, Deku looks pretty much just like his mom. Um, Bakugo, it's not a spoiler, but he does look like his mom. And a grenade. Uh, Todoroki, to Todoroki takes after his mom too, a lot more than his father for obvious yes. reasons. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, I'm not, I'm not 
I'm going to follow up on this. So Bakugo looks like a grenade, his mother. <laughs> I'm assuming his dad just fucked a grenade. <laughs> Honestly, she's like a grenade. Okay. Just, um, yeah. Oh, she was – oh, I, re- I know very little about her, and I'll tell you why. I'm pretty sure I know something about her, though. When Bakugo was angry and brushing his teeth, I just hear a woman yelling in the background, and I'm like – that's where he gets it That's from. Her. He gets it at he gets it at home. He gets it at home. Yeah. So like so so you, you don't even have to like fucking see her. You just hear mm-hmm. the, the, the maternal voice screaming, and then you hear him screaming back. It's like ah, oh, he's just like his mother. Like <laughs> that. Yeah. That uh, that's what I just fucking noticed. Like and mm. if you also like um. I, it's a very quick bit, but but Uraraka looks more like like her mother than she does her father in that very brief flashback during the right. the the sports thing. And and, yeah, and, like, and when they showed up, yeah, they showed up at her place, which was so nice after the sports festival. Like you did it, yeah. and and she's like, "You're here." That was so sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. So here's my That's question that I've been I saving. Did. No, 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 I see what? where you're coming from. I didn't know what you were trying to say because, like, I was like, wait, but modeled after fathers? Yeah, no, you're saying that stereotypical from what you've noticed is they're modeled after their fathers who are in canon there. But for some reason in this case, we don't see the dads, but we see them modeled after, or even when we do see the dads, they're modeled after their mothers. Yeah, I didn't understand what you meant at first. But my question for you is, how do you feel about Midnight? Because I think you and I briefly discussed Mount Lady in season one's review. We discussed a little bit about Midnight. Midnight, very little, and we discussed some of the stuff with Yarozu. What is your what are your thoughts on Midnight? So Min, so I I really appreciate that they made her change her costume because like first of all, it was also not fucking practical. Like I understand her quirk is like based on the scent coming off her skin and being able to yes. release it, but like yes. walking around legit naked that that is impractical. And I know, I know she's probably, like, not, like, a close combat fighter. Like, she probably does some kind of sneaky sneak thing, then rips open her, her fucking scent and knocks people out. That's the style I, I can see. But, mm. like, I don't know. Like, I understand well, why that's, like, her, her thing is a little it's, bit, oof. It's it's weird, though, because she – so here's the thing, right? So my initial thought is I want her to wear what she wants to wear, but you are correct. She will get stabbed. However, her new outfit is still skin tight, whatever. It's not like it's shielding her from, from like, stain. Like, stain would still stabby-stab her. It, it's not like it's an armor. Sunburn. What about sunburn? She – it's funny. That one clip that we saw of her – no, she was saving someone at night. I don't think she goes out during the day much. I don't think, yeah, I think you're she's right. a, her, her, her name is Midnight. Yeah, Sorry. I think she's I think she kind of looks at Mount Lady. She's like, "You take over the daytime shift, I'll take the night shift." But yeah, but um but still though, no, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, so I'm wondering what you think about her, not even her as a character, but way the way she was drawn, the way she was written, because I'm curious because I feel as if it's weird only because of the humor that she had. But it's also it also would make sense that it's weird because you would argue like Mineta's going to be Mineta, so he's an asshole. But like when when it's him and Midnight, I'm, and also even with Mount Lady, I'm happy that he does get put in his place. Mm. Yeah, um, that was so funny. Where he's just like he's do he's 
Oh, oh, yeah, the exact line, which wasn't a funny line, but it was at least a witty one. This isn't the kind of role play I was looking for when he's vacuuming at fucking Mount Lady's place. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, well, you're vacuuming, haha. And then for midnight, he's just running away like, I'm going to die. And midnight's just like, when I hear people running and screaming, it just makes me need to follow it. I'm like, oh, my. So yeah, what are your thoughts about all those jokes? You, because I'm curious, because like I feel like midnight's in particular. So, like, I I don't like like the way like at least like the way she talked about Minetta. I think one of her exact wording is like it, it turns me on or something. I'm just like, bro, do you have to say that? That's kind of gross. Like, That's kind I mean, of it's weird. That's a catchphrase for her, which is weird. Like, that's like, All Might's just like, plus ultra. She's like, that turns me on. He's like, we need to workshop this. Yeah, exactly. And I I am not comfortable, like, as a, as a grown adult, if mm. I happen to see that, I'm like, that's okay. But if I am, like, a child, like, I, I think I think Hiroshima, like, actually, like, mentions it, where he's just, like, kind of, like, blushing, kind of averting his eyes, like, this isn't okay. I don't <clears> like this. Yeah. Like, ugh. But and, and even uh, I think even Kaminari was kind of like Ugh, it was weird, um, and yeah, but yeah. I don't so know. I, if like, there was if odd. there was a teacher spinoff, I would want her featured more prominently. But I think because she's around the kids, it's just one of those things where it's not even her outfit because again she can choose to wear what she wants to wear. It's just one of those things where because she's talking about things with sexuality, I know it's supposed to be like a joke to some people, but again, I feel like sometimes the joke can land, sometimes it can't. And I feel like most of her stuff, the jokes around her, don't really land as well. Um, and I feel like, again, if it was an adult-centered spinoff, which My Hero Academia is not uh, against spinoffs, I would definitely be like, oh, yeah, why don't we have more Midnight? Because they're all adults, Right. So why not? Like it would be her, let's say, her um, uh, All Might, maybe some Endeavor, and maybe Aizawa, like just some teachers at the school, like after hours or something. That would be interesting, you know? But because it's around the kids during the sports festival, it's just a little odd, to say the least. Yeah, like but, I understand yeah. that, like, they're, like, in the hero school, they're like, they're, they know they're not adults, but they're expected. To like, be like, okay, you're gonna be a hero. That means there's a good chance you might get severely maimed by by being a student here, or possibly even killed because they 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 do do like internship shit. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it it is kind of like a mature atmosphere being in the school, but still, like, I don't think it's it's like uh, like uh, like it's just uh, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I'm a teacher. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I'm a debate coach, and it's weird. Yeah, like there's a different. Like it's just, it's just weird. Like it's just having her. Cause I don't care about her dress code. I care about what comes out of her mouth. So it's mostly what comes out of her mouth. Because like her stick is her dress code and her whip. So it's like whatever, bro. We'll explain to the kids what that means later. Man is like, oh, I know what that means. You're going to detention. So we'll explain this to the kids later. But because she says these things, it's just like, um, the heroes do not look good right now. Like, I'll admit, if I was 15 watching this, I'd be like, 
I enjoy midnight. But it's because I'm 26. I'm just like, I enjoy midnight, but not around the students. It's that's just yeah, how it I, is, right? I keep, like, you're you're older than me, yeah. too. Shit. What? What? Oh. I keep forgetting oh, that right. you're older than me. Thanks for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, <sighs> not that much older, but still. Um, either way, we're both we're both close to death. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> every day, <laughs> every day. Uh, our quirk, our quirk is not um, ageless. Oh, speaking of ageless quirks, we've uh, we now know all for one, which I loved. How season one, I was flipping the name around, and you were like, "Don't do that." And I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm so sorry." Yeah, I, I was uh, like, it was like fucking forbidden. I'm like, how dare you? How, wait, you was don't it, know what you did. What's his name again? Shirasagi? I forgot with the hands on his face. Shigaraki. Shigaraki. Uh, thank you. Yeah, just I'm like, August? I'm like, yeah, all might, all might. He has all for one. Did you really just say that? Oh God, I'm so sorry, dude. Jesus Christ, <laughs> please don't come up to me in a mall. Holy shit! No, By the like, way, do you know the do you like? I literally, they were like fucking yo. The amount of um, sirens that went off in my head with the word stranger danger, like in neon, when he fucking puts his arm around Deku in a fucking public mall. Yeah, yeah. It's like like granted, dude, like, I don't know how old he is. He could be like a teenager too. I don't know how old he is. Shigaraki is. In his early twenties, he's a, he's like a oh. young adult. He yeah, he's just he's like a he's like a man child. Like he yeah, is essentially yeah, like he's just. He, I want destruction. That's what I yeah. want. Can't this is an no. please, Dad? <laughs> Me having hands on my face isn't a phase, Dad. It's just who I am. All yeah, right, see, son. They made a song based on like uh uh the the Candyman, but it's called the Handyman. I don't Jesus know all the lyrics, Christ. but Jesus. I think it was like, "Oh Handyman, please don't disintegrate me." Uh, that's how it starts. I love it. Uh. I'm gonna look this up later, but so yeah, so we know all for one now, and you know what I loved that. He confirmed it at the mall because I know, like, we as the fans knew, but the characters needed to know, like, is this really All Might's villain from the past who, you know, has a problem with dying, which is very comic book-like, so I enjoy that as well. We know that, of course, uh, My Hero takes a lot of cues from American comic books, and clearly that's a huge one. Oh, this villain died or this person died. No, he didn't. No, he fucking – no, she didn't. No, they did not. Just wait six months. They'll be back. Yeah, no. They have to do this forever. But, uh, yeah, so that's cool that we had that confirmed for us and also for the, you know, for the characters as well so that they could move forward. Um, what, well, I was going to say something about, um, not about uh, him. I was going to say something about uh, brain, brain, brain. Hmm. I've completely forgotten. Uh, you all for one? No, no, even before All for One. Although, yeah, All for One, so even pointing at him. So it seems as if this show takes place in the future, but we have not seen any 
calendars or anything like that to kind of pinpoint what year this might be. But this is clearly sometime in the future, simply due to the fact that, yes, when they went back, like when you saw when Deku, you know, was being told the story by All Might and he looked back, it looked like he was in a version of the 1970s, but he said we would have had space travel by now, crazy space travel. And I'm like, if it is meant to mirror our 2014, 2015, whatever, it would not have been... I don't think it would have been straight-up space travel the way he defines it by now. Like, I don't think Quirks would have set people back that much. In fact, you would think Quirks would allow people to work together with scientists to make it even better, like, even easier to travel. Unsure. So anyway, still, they had a very, like, they haven't talked about um, kind of what time period they're in, right? I'm correct in so, saying that. Um- I, I just think that it's set, like, in the modern times, like, just, like, around here. I don't think they will ever pinpoint an actual fucking date. Like, I think it's just going to be really, really obscure. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it's around the same time as us. Yeah, because it seems like it would. I would, I would, like would, would wait, yeah. within 20 years. Yeah, it's interesting that they actually paralleled uh, – you know, quirk users wanting their rights to, you know, too many uh, other groups, uh, other minority groups that are in that situation. I mean, some would be like, what is the comic it's supposed to be like the X-Men? Well, the X-Men also mirror other minority groups who wanted their rights over the last, uh, how many years of America been a thing? Uh, for, for a very long too time. Many. Too many. Too many. Uh, but seriously, though, um, yeah, so it's interesting that they did that mirror because, yeah, it definitely was meant to look like, you know, the 60s and the 70s where people are fighting for their rights when you have a lot of people being like, go home and, you know, and like and all this other stuff where it's just like, bro, what are they going to do? Like they literally, literally, I don't know what they used in the Japanese version, but the English version used the phrase segregation. They wanted to segregate these uh, these quirk users from other non-quirk users like – Bruh. So it's clearly there. So it's interesting that they brought that up as well and kind of went into the history because I didn't know if they were ever going to go into the history of, you know, when Quirks first started. Because, again, we're only seeing this through Deku's perspective. I mean, heck, apparently some of this stuff was even erased from the history books, which to me seems like a big no-no. But to be fair, that's kind of what happens now, too, with a lot of history that we just at least don't get taught. Also want to mention, this is kind of what I wanted to mention earlier. Uh, I love Kirishima's new best friend, Tetsu Tetsu. <gasps> Tetsu Tetsu! Did you know they I, also have the same birthday? Did you know that I'm pretty sure in English they have the same voice actor? No, they don't. Not in English? Okay, because it sounds like they're, it's one actor trying to do a little bit something a little bit different between the two of them. So I thought it was because they sound really close to each other. But um, mm-hmm. but either way though, okay. But still they. But still I love the fact that they're basically mirror images of each other. Like they've just become best buddies. That's so nice. Like it's nice to just see as the show's going on. Like just remembering back to when I was in high school, just randomly meeting people and just clicking instantly that I probably never would have if I didn't go to that one school or something. Like it's so interesting to to be able to get to see that develop with these characters because it really does feel like it's so interesting that even though this entire um the entire sh- 
show is based on powers that obviously we're never going to have. It still somehow has these characters that really mirror me being in high school and don't feel like it's too out there and too weird, even though usually when I see a show that was created uh, you know, with a Japanese audience in mind, with a Japanese you know, school system in mind, it usually is very different. And then it's also mirrored with either certain tropes that are common Japanese anime tropes, even more than they are actual school tropes that happen to real kids in school. So I don't know. I feel like this maybe just resonates so well because I think people can just go, hey, that really makes me think about my high school experience or my middle school experience. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just, like, not everything is one to one, of course. Like, the fact that they started their year right before the summer, that's not American. Mm. <laughs> Merca, Merca, we start in September and we end when we die. Uh, yeah. No, we started. Well, you as a teacher, I think you can clarify. You can uh, attest to that. But no, we start in September and then we have, like, a nice little winter break. And then we, and depending on what school system you're in, you have a bunch of breaks throughout the year, actually. And then you have, um, and then you end it for summer break, and then you're back in three months. But the Japanese school system, I believe, yeah, they start like at the actual start of the year, because they're like, why wouldn't you? But yeah, we don't do that. So yeah, it's just interesting. No, yeah, I'm, I'm they just start. trying to think too, because uh, you know, because the. Uh, the the entrance exam was when was the entrance exam for for UA? I don't. I, like I don't. February. I don't remember, but I what know. I do know is is that they are going on a summer break. But I'm pretty sure their summer breaks also aren't as long as our summer breaks. No, I think it's only like a few weeks. Yes, exactly. So, but yeah, no, because the entrance exams let's say were February. I mean, did they start in March? They started in March, March, April, May. That's three months. Maybe a fourth for June, and then they they end it there. So, but um, yeah, but yeah, but again, their school year is a bit different than ours. But like, other than certain structural things, I don't think any characters have done. Maybe even with some of Mineta's stuff, that's like the clear like trope of like one character has to be this at any show has to be the perverted one. Still, because they're younger, in my head, I'm like, no, but, like, I remember kids like that in middle school and high school. So it's not that off. It's interesting. Like, every character, I feel like I can, like, people, you know, people be like, oh, that's me, or like, oh, I, that's you, or something. It's because it's just such a range of, of emotions that you see in children. I think is the only one that I'm like... I don't even remember kids being that angry. Like, he would have been detentioned the fuck out and expelled if this was real life. That's the only one character that I'm like, yeah, that's a bit much. Even though I I love his interactions with people and how they make fun of him, he's the only one that I think in the class is like a bit too much. Out of reality is what I mean. Oh, no, yeah. That's because, again, his ego is the size of a planet. Like, his ego is a natural. No, 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 that I know, yes. But I mean, like, if well, I think we talked about this in season one when we did the review. If this was a real school, like, he would have been sent to therapy. Or oh, they would yeah. have told him, we have, to, we have to get the guidance counselor in here. You can't, you can't be amongst the other kids. Well, because I think, like, the only people that, like, he's really, like, like, like would fuck with is, is Midoriya. 
And I mean, like he he literally went after him like to, to, yeah. dur- during the quirk assessment time. And, no, no, yeah. Um, and otherwise, like he the, the thing like that really doesn't push like Bakugo's anger is like he is still like respectful towards like authority. Like like he doesn't say shit about Aizawa. He doesn't really say shit about All Might too much, except uh, for, like the, the the final exam. Hey, listen, the final exam, he was just like, "I really want to beat you." Like that that was that was most of it. And the sports like, festival. Like yeah, I, again, because festival. it's it's not a real school, so that's why. Oh, not it's, it's not a real school because you know the superpowers. So like you can give them, you can give them some leeway there. But I'm just saying, like that's the only one I would argue weak link in terms of like a real like school layout with all of these characters who I'm like, oh wow, like I I've known this person, right? Or I have been this person. It's only different with Bakugo because if someone was that loud in class, they would be removed. Even if it was during like a break when like everyone was going to recess, if someone was that loud to one of the students or multiple students, I feel like. Also, remember, I went to a Catholic elementary school too, so it might be a different environment. Well, we went environment. to the same school. I'm aware. Nope, nope. I said elementary. My dear. Oh, mother. elementary. Yes. You uh, did too, right? Well, I'm I'm thinking strictly high school because they're in high school right now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, actually, thinking about our high school, you're right. Yeah, like they would have. They would not have been pleased. Oh God, no! Yo, like he would have said he would have been sent to Spo so quick. No idea. He would have been expelled within the first minute. He would have walked in. He would have been like, "Oh God, it's Deku!" And I would have been like, "Are you yelling in the hall, young man? <laughs> Are you using God's name in vain?" Yes. No, 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 he wouldn't have to say a goddamn word. They would just be like, where's your tie, young Bakugo? And, and then he would have gotten do... trouble for not being in dress code. He would have gotten trouble for his hair. Why is your hair so wild? Listen, listen, we, 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 we had Matt grow a beard junior or sophomore year. Like, I'm not sure they were that concerned about, like, your hair being too spiky. It depends on the person, I think. Some people – also, it depends on – I'm just saying I think they would have preferred best genus to come in and just brush his hair down. Tame him? Yes. I still love – best genus is one of my favorite characters because of his name alone. Like, I love and that the author – Yes. And and also his voice, like just I don't know everything about his mannerisms too. Like he's just like no, like I know we have to be heroes, but that doesn't mean that we have to be like All Might's about it. And it's like against All Might, but you know All Might's very flashy. But I would argue Best Genius is like he's not saying he's not flashy, but in a very calm way. You know what I'm saying? Like very cool, collected. Like yeah, we're just patrolling the streets. Well, you know All Might kind of has this physique, and he's like, hello, hi. Best Genius is like yeah, no, like how you doing, everyone? Like, there's just this, cool. like, it's just so funny that, yes, and it's so funny that Bakugo was like, I'm going to go with him. I love that Udaka decided, let me learn some hand-to-hand combat, because she definitely needed that. Like, she knows, No, like, honestly, she, yeah. and it's so, it's so good for her character development, too, where, like, just, again, like, I'm watching Naruto, and I'm just being reminded about how useless Sakura is, and I'm just like, Uraka, please don't be another Sakura, like, please... I can't. My heart can't take it. 
So question, are you watching this for the first time or are you rewatching it? I'm watching it for the first time, but I've been aware the soccer is useless for longer than that. She gets better, but early no, on, I, I it's know a huge issue. It's, I still think it's an issue. She has such monster strength, and I feel like she doesn't use it enough, and it makes me sad. Yes. Um, and I was worried about that. You're actually right to mention that. I was very worried about that with Udaraka early on. But, again, her showing off her strength with Bakugo and then knowing that, hey, like her, her wits, and then show, and realizing, you know what, my actual – I'm good with endurance, but my physical strength, my ability to take down the way that Deku does takedowns is not – that good it's not trained i would not i do not have a i have a family who's like let's have a hug right so <laughs> i oh come here let's have a good haul you can't get away from me huh thanks uh, like that's just kind of the so it's like this is my family so i should probably train with this dude who looks like he's the devil incarnate and i love how nice that he is where it's just like hey how you doing we're uh gonna do some it's like the bob ross of like uh, of of martial arts training, just hey, yes. are you on the phone with the yes. boy? You know, it's it's uh, it just so you know. Sometimes we can be on the phone with boys. It's, it's you realize okay. that I have the urge to now draw Gunhead with a fucking fro and an easel. You better, you know that, right? You, you better, hell yeah. I have I have a list of things to draw. You're not making the list any better. Unless this one just shoots up the list. It just goes – well, actually, it's funny that he has guns for hands. No, but it goes right up the list. Uh, right. But anyway. Um, I'll do an so. edit. I won't draw it. <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, it's nice to see these characters grow and change. I do feel like we could have just cut the season in half, but, like, hey, I'm not going to complain and say that we shouldn't – we should have waited another year for that half of the season. It's just a weird shift in, like, tone. I mean, they do change the opening to show you that shit's changing, but it is such a weird shift in tone to be like, we're having fun of the sports fest. We're having fun of the sports fest. We're having fun of the sports fest. That guy just me, almost killed Ida's of, brother. What What part of fun was, was Midoriya having with his fucking bones? Like, wh- what fun was that? I mean, once we got to the more serious shit, it was a lot more, it was a lot less fun. But no, but they weren't going to, no one was going to die there is what I'm saying. It's a tonal shift to go, oh, yeah. we're having a sports festival. I murder the heroes who think they are better than everyone else. All right, we should do another sports Warren festival. Worthy is all night. <laughs> we, should, yeah, we should do another sports festival like right fucking now. Oh, so also like so to the, going back to what you said in like the beginning of of us recording. So mm. you so you mentioned like like Todoroki and how we got to know him better through the season, and yeah. also like everyone keeps bitching about like oh Baka goes terrible. Like, have you seen Todoroki's manner of speaking? Like, have you seen it? He just fucking calls people out like so blunt and rude. Like, like he just fucking does it. Like he calls he calls Midoriya out in the in the locker room of the sports festival. Then he just drags him, tells him his whole fucking life story without prompting. And then later on in the Stain arc, like he basically goes off on the chief of police, the the chief of police who ha- who holds his fate 
in his hands like a tiny bird and just goes off on him like the balls that Taylor so, has. Okay. So what I heard was, I am a Bakugo stan, and here's why. That's what I heard for this entire little mini <laughs> discussion about Todoroki. What? I was talking about how blunt he is. Like, do people right. forget in defense, about... In defense of Bakugo. It's like, you could True. say that but Mineta listen. sucks, but not in defense of Bakugo. Like, well, Bakugo doesn't say things like that. It's like, I okay. Let me, let me Mineta love... Let me love him. <laughs> no, I know, I know. He's your child. I'm just trying to say that, you know, and here's the funny thing, too. You say that as if Bakugo wouldn't have shot a dog with a grenade if he thought he was being disrespectful to him. Like, you're telling, like, you're talking about this like he would have been like, you're a puppy. Oh, look at the puppy. I'm Bakugo, everyone. No, he would have been like, you shut up, you kibbles and bits bastard. He would scream at the dog. He wouldn't shoot it. But no, so like, no, no, so, no you're not like, wrong. I'm just saying. Todoroki, Todoroki has faults too, but the dif- the difference is right now in the story right now we don't know much about Bakugo and his backstory. So when you make the focus, not you personally, but like the author makes a focus on Todoroki, now that kind of excuses some of his behavior and also makes you understand why he is going after. Uh, why, why he speaks the way that he speaks, why he feels the way that he feels about things, why he's so stubborn. But I would argue his softer stubbornness is a bit more palatable, especially when you can have a conversation with him, because at least you're having a dialogue. Whereas Bakugo's types of stubbornness, he actually punches Deku in the face during a training exercise, completely, like... Yes, Toroki had a problem with communicating where, you know, he was like, oh, no, I have the plan. You don't have the plan to Yairozu. And it's like, no, 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 dude, shut the fuck up and listen to people. I, that, but they both have issues. But the fact that one of them, like, if Toroki had punched Yairozu in the face, I'd be like, whoa, what the fuck is happening here? And that's the problem. Bakugo, even towards the end of the season, thankfully he does learn and he does grow. But even towards the end of the season... He punched Deku in the uh, season two. He punched Deku in the face, and just because yeah. Deku was trying to talk to him about battle strategies, that's why people will talk about Todoroki being quote unquote better than Bakugo. I'm not saying I agree with that necessarily oh, no, because is. they both Don't have problems. Wrong. He is. Oh, oh, okay. He is. Okay, but no, because you were you were actually yeah. But that's why people are saying that because there's a difference between calling someone out versus because they both call people out but there's a difference between hey i'm calling you out on something that you could actually improve upon where bakugo is just like hey your hair sucks that's why i call you sucky (laughs) hair fuck you too i guess um go fuck yourself ultra no yeah like no one really takes bakugo shit Oh, I love uh, the next episode previews. I don't know if you're a huge fan of them, but they're so fucking funny to me. Like every single, because uh, every single time they like they bring in a new character to either talk with Deku about the next episode, it's always fucking hilarious. I I didn't watch all of them, but like I I, I specifically remember the the Shigaraki one, and Deku's like, yes. oh, "What are you doing here?" So I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> "Yeah, no." I, there was one character who said plus ultra before he did, 
and the voice actor literally cut in right before the episode ends to have him go, oh, because he didn't get to say plus ultra. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But Green um, broccoli boy. Yes. Oh, I'm happy that he's improved, obviously, dramatically, working with Gran Torino. Uh, and just in general, like, he, it's... Not fucking yeah, thank crying. God. I don't <laughs> care about the crying. I care about, is he not going to break every single bone's bone in his body? Oh, no, yeah, like, like, like the whole grin. Oh, excuse me, sorry, I'm yawning. Aww. But the whole... Go to sleep, go to sleep. We must sing Tara to sleep. And you're going to sing me awake. Even better. Uh, anyway, oh. the, you know what you know what you listen to? You know, like, so if anyone's wondering what Tara listens to to go to sleep, normally people would listen to whale noises. She actually listens to Bakugo's yelling. <laughs> it puts her in a very calm state. That's what she does. Listen, no one was supposed <laughs> to know about that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's what, I thought it was the ghost. Oh, it was just Bakugo's yelling. <laughs> no. It's just that's him what yelling I heard. in my headphones and you just hear yeah. like a like a very off distance screaming. It's just Bakugo in my headphones screaming. That's what it was. And that's why oh wait, so then the cats were trying to cuddle up with me. They hear Bakugo screaming and they're like, What the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. what were you go- what were you going to say pre mid yawn? Oh, something about Gran Torino. Um Torino. I like so that he plays dumb. I think, oh no, yeah, public, like playing dumb was one of my favorite things. I also like how All Might is terrified of him. Yes. And the reason why he's terrified is that Gran Torino literally beat the shit out of him as training. Like, his training was like, okay, kid, get ready for repeating. Let's fucking go. You know, it's interesting because I don't think All Might's the worst teacher. He just isn't the best exclusive teacher. So if he's like the only teacher at UA, it's like, well, UA is a shit school. But I think his training style isn't the worst. It's just he can't be the only teacher. So that's why it's good that Torino has come in and is kind of helping because Torino isn't just beatdown heavy. He's info heavy where, you know, you have uh, you have um, All Might being very beatdown heavy. Like, well, we got to break it down. we got to have you do all this training. It's like he got Deku in the shape, but arguably Deku doesn't really know much about not only his powers but the history of his powers until he gets to meet Torino, and it's just like – you haven't really told the boy. So it's interesting you, to see that you, that shit that, that difference. Just training him blind. Basically. And and I think I kind of understand because Deku just being in you know, getting into high school, he does want this more than anything, but you also don't want to scare the boy completely. Yeah, like you want to the- warn him. Which I think he's done a good job of warning him, like, hey, like don't tell people because they really would want this power if they know it could be transferred. So don't. Like, I get that. But then you have Torino who's like, so we're going to tell him about the gruesome murders of people who've uh, had this power? No? All right. Then I'll just train him with microwaves and shit. I guess. Train him with microwaves. Oh, I love that they got something off Amazon but couldn't call it Amazon. Oh, yeah. It was like, 
it was like a Mozone. <laughs> but uh, is but that yeah, what they, they called it. I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah, it was on the box. It was like Omoz. Yeah, it was like Omozone on the box when he got the microwave in because almost the old one Amazon. broke. Almost Amazon. Yeah, almost. But because yeah, because he hey, broke that the one microwave. Day shipping. Uh, apparently, yeah, one two day shipping. What I found interesting is. How not just uh, you have, you know, Torino, quote-unquote, playing dumb, although I legit thought he was senile. I was nervous. I was like, oh, no, because I have family who um, has dementia. So I was like, oh, God. But, no, he's just playing that role as well as All Might. Like, All Might's usually all smiles, but it's there not just because he talked about hiding the nervousness, but also because it's like, hey, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be Bakugo all the time. I'm not just going to – even Endeavor, it's like you see him, and even though he's not, like, raging, still you look at him and you're like, is that guy a hero or a villain? Um, so you have All Might as, like, this picture-perfect hero, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, but when he needs to get serious, like with the first Nomu, he's going to get serious, and it's going to hurt. Fucking terrifying. Yo, I thought he broke Deku's spine. I was like, holy shit, Ultra. Like, the dude. No, like no he, yeah. Oh, my God. Like I, And I understand he was holding back to a certain extent, but the way he hit Deku, it felt like he wasn't holding back enough. And it, it was bad. I mean, like, he... Also, think about it, like... Maybe it doesn't feel like he had a he had a hold back because he had those weights that were on his wrists and his ankles, and True. also he he's considerably weaker than he, what he was in his prime, True. and 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 this is like and, and and this school is like the best for a reason they they they, they don't play around, and yeah. and and considerably they they did put like two of the. Not two of the best students, but like two students that would go up against All Might and have like a fighting chance, like like Bakugo with his like power and intelligence and strategy, and Deku also has a lot of strategy involved. Also, he has like a massive amount of power behind him, even if he can't yes. control it all the way. Yes. So two things I want to mention. One, uh, I mentioned earlier uh, Tokoyami. Or three things, I guess. One, Tokoyami, I mentioned, wasn't really focused on much with Stain, but thankfully they did bring him back with Sue to work together against the ectoplasm dude, who has one of the coolest voices, but one of the most insane powers that I've seen. But I love that. Another cool thing, too, because it's not like a fight to the death or any, it's supposed to be like a fight till KO, the kids could get KO'd, yes, but with the teachers, because it was a quote-unquote capture mission, a lot of them could use their you know, their uh, their wits to their advantage, like Sue did with Tokoyami. So I enjoyed that a lot. The second thing I wanted to mention is you mentioned, um, you know, the two of them going up against All Might and All Might being weaker. I'm So I thought this was mentioned in the season one, but I've since forgotten. All Might passed his power on to Deku. Deku is supposed to eventually inherit all of it, not a pun, being serious, inherit all of it. So right now, because he hasn't inherited all of it, that's why All Might still has it. Is that no, kind of so, the so the so the power is transferred completely over to Midoriya. He's just trying to handle all of it, and mm. essentially, what All Might has is the remnants for um, uh, one for all. Oh, and that's why he's still okay. So he has remnants. So like he's strong enough to still do what he's doing 
but he's not obviously so because I thought he wasn't in his prime just due to the punch, but you know just through the shattering injuries. But it's also because he's now passed on the power, so he's strong. Obviously, like I'm sure he could take down some of those random Nomus and Hosu, but he's not, you know, going to be able to do what he used to do. Simply, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Deku hit him with all he had. I'm not saying Bakugo did nothing, but Deku hit him with all he had, and you started to see him steaming. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and again, like, yeah. like uh, Deku at that point is only working with 5% of his power, and that's, that literally that's only 5% of all of all my power. Like, yeah. that's what he hit him with. Yeah. All right, so that's the second thing. Third thing is something that I forgot, so I wanted to transition into something else. Uh, weird, weird transition, but it's actually really cool. So the guy that was working with Ida and Hosu, remember that uh, the one dude who was like, oh, my God, you're my intern? That's nuts. That guy. Yeah. His design, so cool, is based off of, like, two Japanese superhero characters. And I look at him, and I'm like, why is he so familiar? He's based off of a character called Silver Common, and then his powers are based off of another character called Iron King. We never got Silver Common over here in any way, because that came out in, like, 1973. But Iron King, which I think came out in, like, 71, was randomly released with English subtitles by a company that likes to release older Japanese superhero stuff. And so, yeah, when you look at their designs versus that one guy in Hosu, it's interesting to see how close they are to each other. So, especially their power uh, set, because Iron King usually, like, I think he needs water to replenish himself. So the fact that he works with water the way that he does uh, was really cool. Like, during the fire, I'm pretty sure he used water to kind of put out yeah so it's actually really cool to see that because like little stuff uh little uh, designs here and there that i'm like oh that seems to be referenced you know referencing such and such because obviously you know the the author has he lives in japan you know usually uses um a lot of american uh sources stuff like that but like lives in japan so if he was inspired by superheroes fair amount of them would be japanese so Either way, it was actually pretty cool to see that because I saw him and I was like, that design, so so familiar. And then it clicks out of nowhere because I haven't thought about Silver Common or about um, – I think it was Silver Common or about um, uh, Iron King in years. I have the DVD for Iron King on my shelf, but like, I haven't thought about him in years. So it just randomly clicked. It was weird. It was like one of those epiphanies. I was like, it's kind of <gasps> – I know. And oh, yeah, speaking I, of, we, I, I yeah. love all those little references and stuff. It's great. Yeah, we talked about the dog before, uh, the the chief of police. I wonder what role he's going to play in the future. But I actually really enjoyed how he was like, even though I hate that it had to be Endeavor, I enjoy what he basically said was like, "Look, you can't use this. That's the official rule." But we as police know, y'all and other people would have died if Stain had left and also had killed all three of you. So you had to protect yourselves. So the rule sucks, but what if we just say it wasn't you? I was like, all right, that's nice. Like, that's a good compromise. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, like, he's, like, he's obviously, he's been around the block. He's working, he's been working with people who've have who've had quirks probably. I'm assuming he's in his 50s. I don't know what that is in dog years, but I'm assuming he's in his 50s. So he's been doing this for, like, 30 years. I'm assuming. Like, because when you're a chief of police, you're older, and the voice they gave him was not a, a young pup. So he's been doing Oof. this for a while. Oof. He's been doing this for a while. So I'm under the impression that he's like, hey, man, 
Like, I know you had to do what you had to do, but it's against the law. But, I mean, I guess maybe we never saw it happen. Because, to be fair, yeah, very few witnesses. Yeah, but it was just, like, a few, like, small-time heroes or sidekicks that kind of saw it happen. Yeah, and even then, they barely saw it happen. Because Endeavor was there, I think. No, Endeavor technically wasn't there, technically. But it's still very few people. So it's just like, hey, everybody, they helped out. Let's all just be quiet. <laughs> Let's all just chill about this. I mean, all might even mention that the one, whatever issue, whatever happened, and I'm assuming it has to do with all for one now. But um, but whatever happened to him where he got punched that hard that now he has respiratory problems, yeah, he was like, oh, no, that's a fight that nobody knows about. So clearly heroes are like, hey, we can keep this a secret if we need to. Like, why are we going to be dicks about this? Yeah, like, I, I, I do respect that, and I do think it's, like, very, um, very reasonable because there are things that, like, the government always hides shit. Like, no matter what universe anything is set in, the government always will hide shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, usually it's hard to keep a conspiracy. Yeah, usually it's hard to keep a conspiracy secret uh, with more than, like, three people. That's, like, the golden rule. I think it was, like, three or four people. But in this case, it's like, yeah, but, like, for what purpose? Like, this isn't some huge, like, takedown. This isn't some huge cover-up. It's just a few kids got the hero killer. What one of them is going to be like, well, we got to keep it straight here. It was one of those children. Why the fuck would you do that? Like, that's the thing. It's it's more of, like, in this case, why are you going to be a dick? Cause yeah, usually there's when no people, reason for yeah, it. Yeah. Because usually when people bring up conspiracy theories, and no matter what universe, it's usually a bit – it's not believable because the conspiracy was something that, like, if it's known, then it's a good thing that the public know. It would be terrible if the public didn't know. But in this case, it's like, no, it's a hero killer, and he wasn't even killed. Technically, he's in jail. So, like, why yeah. does it matter that people need to know that it was these three children and not Endeavor? So – I think it works. And also I want to mention with Stain too, it's interesting to see how people are now kind of following him. Yeah, it's pissing off Handman, the handyman, but like people are following <laughs> Stain. But it's so interesting because it shows that cult that I think I'm very happy the author kept that and put that in because it's something that's, again, very real, right? Where you literally have people to this day like, oh, Charles Manson. And it's like, what the fuck? No, seriously, though, Tara, you got people to this day that are like, oh, can I call him Charlie? You could call him a fucking serial killer. No, 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 you're right. And I also like, I also believe that that's a very believable thing, too. You know, like the the ideals of the hero killer becoming so popular because they like. Like, there is an element of that's the worst thing about his, about the, the hero killer. There's an element of truth in it, and that's why he's so goddamn dangerous. That's yeah. why. And I, that's why I love him. He's a great villain. Fucking Sugar Rocky, the handyman, don't disintegrate me. He is just, he's a fucking kid, who uh, a, a male man-child who wants to just break things he doesn't fucking like. And, well, meanwhile, the hero killer is like, I have a reason behind everything. You're just a brat. 
Yeah, like he has a purpose. It's a shitty purpose, and no one should, uh, you know, appreciate him. But it's still a purpose, and it's interesting. Um, it, it was very interesting to see. You know, like I didn't. I'm not saying I. You know, I, it's it's his purpose falls apart when he basically uh, paralyzes Ida's brother. Like that's when it's just like, yeah, no, no, fuck you. But it's still a purpose that some people can can you know follow and especially when it becomes marketable like holy shit that there was that one place selling his merch or merch and about that him was it's so like ooh fuck. yeah Yo, if Ida saw that oh my god like the boy could go off like the yes Ida proper Ida follow the rules single file line into the bus but no boy will go off I feel like he'd run back and forth and just slap someone. Just slap, slap, and then before they realize it, he's just back walking normally. Do, 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 no, do, just, do. just slap, fucking slap. leg. No, just fucking kick. He would kick him with his, with his mighty calves. His mighty calves. Um, his calf, calf day, leg day. He's leg day. That's all he ever does. He's No, he's literally, he's copy-pasted out of a running anime, basically. Yeah. Um, uh... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I had to do with the serial killer. Uh, oh, oh, well. So, shush. So, what what really um got me about the hero killer... Oh, my God, I lost it again. Man, I just lost it again. Wow. Just Ooh, like Zane lost, lost that time. fight against three children, am I right? <laughs> no, no, yeah, so that, 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 that was funny as shit. But, um, it was something I had to do with, with his ideology. Oh, there we go. I got it. I got the thing again. So, mm. the, the thing that was really funny about this, the hero killer is that his whole thing was like, I'm going to kill all the unworthy heroes. The only worthy hero is All Might. He's the only one allowed to kill me. And he was so against, you know, like, fake heroes. But then after every single city he went into... The, the the crime rate went down because heroes did their job better. Like he was just basically creating better heroes from from the unworthy ones, quote unquote, which I thought thought was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things where you don't know if it's a correlation or a causation thing. Where like some heroes could have just been like like it's funny something like that. It'll even it's weird something like that should make criminals be like, haha, I'm gonna go out. But it's kind of like. Oh wait, the heroes are getting murdered. Fuck this, I'm out of the game. So you don't know if some petty criminals were like, "Why the fuck do I want to be out when there's some dude who's literally killing people that could kill me?" Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing. So like you don't know what the actual cause because it's supposed to be. It's framed as, "Oh yes, Stain came in, killed the hero," and other heroes were like, ah, "We're we're gonna do things differently." But again, if if a villain who isn't a villain, just a petty criminal which most of these heroes deal with seemingly from day to day, yeah, you would think that they'd be like, um, I'm going to get out of this. I'm not going to steal. Or like, hey, I have a quirk that's like could be used for villainy, but no, nah, I'm not going to be out on the streets when this hero killer is out here. Cause like, and what's interesting with Stain, too, is that we all thought, and I think even everyone else before they captured him, that Stain was like this super-duper strong bad guy. And he's tenacious, don't get me wrong. But he's not super-duper strong. It's just that his quirk is very advantageous to his fighting style. Yeah, his fighting style is surprise attack, 
and it's one on one. One on one, and you and if he surprises you, you you're fucked. Like, sorry. Yeah. But in group, but yeah, exactly. It's like you have more of a chance. Yeah, but I mean, really, all you need is Aizawa to just stare at him, and then just choke him with with a scarf. Oh yeah, like Aizawa is a fucking trump card with his with his quirk. It really is. Yeah. Uh, un, un, unless the quirk is like something physical. So I, I'm not sure if I want to get into Aizawa's quirk because I could talk about that for a long time. I'm not sure if I want to get into right. it. Well, what we do know yeah. is is that because of his face having a an impromptu meeting, a, a quick nine o'clock with the pavement in season one. <laughs> no, seriously, Real he was quick. not scheduled for that meeting that day. But he definitely no, took I it. No, I know he wasn't. And, uh, but he definitely took the meeting. All of his calls were held. Uh, and so his face getting slammed that hard, it affected his vision, or his at least you know, how often he could keep his eyes open, I guess. Because like, that's the way they were describing it during the training session. Like His quirk is now a bit more unpredictable, which, hey, he's not an assassin anymore, so all right. But his quirk is a bit more unpredictable than uh, it used to be. So, like, I thought it was just another thing, like, with All Might. Like, oh, yeah, he's getting older, so can't keep your eyes open as long, especially when it's, you know, not about being tired. It's about actually physically keeping your eyes open. But, no, yeah, getting your face slammed into fucking, you know, into a, into the fucking pavement, yeah, that would hurt. And that would be a problem when your, vis- when your uh, quirk is eyesight-related. Yeah, um, like... That's that's one of the problems with his quirk. But then, like, so the, the, I think they mentioned something in season one about the, like the types of quirks that that they're mm. useful against. So it's like so, so like physical quirks that have like the, that that make your body a certain way. I think there's certain like certain kinds of quirks he can't really do anything against. Mm. But um, I I don't know the exact terminology, so I'm not gonna bother using it. But then, but then, like later on in the ser- in the series that, that you're not into, but again, it's not really as spoiler. It just ex- explains how Aizawa's quirk works. Like mm. he explained that if he uses quirk on Ojiro, Ojiro is the one with the monkey tail. If, yeah. um, Ojiro will be unable to move his tail. Like that's how his quirk would work. Ah, uh, okay. And it manifests yeah. differently. You know yeah, what I then, thought? Yeah. Keep going. And then, uh, but then, like, but then, like, he, but then, then, like, on other quirks, it's not supposed to work if it's, like, a physical manifestation, and I don't understand it, and I'm not going to try to, because I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's past my bedtime, but. Yeah. No, we'll talk it, about it when it comes up later, when, in, in another season. Yeah. What I'm wondering was, I thought they were going to go the route of, if Aizawa, if you're not looking at Aizawa, then you don't lose your quirk. Because at one point, Yarozu, uh, she had her eyes closed, and she could still create. And I thought they were going to go with that. But then they never really followed up on it. Like, I thought they were going to go with, uh, if you're not looking at him, then you're, like, the mental lock isn't there. Oh, no. No, like, um, that that isn't it at all. Like, he needs to be looking at you, and I don't actually know if it's, like, more than one, just one. I don't understand it, but and again, like his quirk is a little more unpredictable, so mm. so you don't really know if he can like do multiples anymore. Because mm. I, I don't remember in in the first season if he was able to erase more than one quirk at a time. I don't remember if he was able to do that. 
that also is a good thing as well that I think maybe they alluded to, but we'll probably mention more in depth later as the show and the manga goes on. Um, but yeah, you know, I thought as we're kind of wrapping this up, cause getting close to Tara's bedtime, she has to hear the sweet, sweet whale noises of Bakugo yelling. Um, I, I thought that it, because I knew where this was going, just because not of the manga, but because they were literally telling you where it was going, right? Bakugo and Deku versus All Might. I'm not, not that I thought All Might was going to go easy on them, but I didn't think it would be a really good end to the season because, I, again, you see the sports festival, the way that ended. I was like, oh, this is a good wrap-up, and then it didn't, of course. You knew that more episodes were coming. But then we see the stained arc, and I'm like, oh, depending on how long this goes, this could be a great end. And then that ended rather quickly. It was kind of like, even though it was a horrific side story arc, it was kind of like a very quick, like it felt quick to me compared to the, you know, everything else that happened throughout season two. And then when we know that the, the last exam is going to be the two of them versus All Might, I thought, how big is this really going to be? But once All Might does that first smash that fucking just like destroys the city and, and, and I sat there and I was like, oh, oh, this is bad for those kids. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this show is getting rebranded. Deku wasn't popular. All Might's going to murder him. Uh, <laughs> it's like, this is this show's getting rebranded into the Todoroki show real quick. The Todoroki show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I've I, murdered I young Bakugo. Todoroki, you could take his power? Like, I just, I don't fucking know. It just didn't look good for the two of those kids. No, it didn't. But again, tough—it's tough love, right? Right, Matt? Yeah. Tough love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what. It's weird though, because again, the show did a weird thing this season, where I guess because they wanted to uh, promote the next arc, right, and kind of be, or also promote the manga as well, the next season, but also the next manga uh, volume at the time, they did something. So obviously, again, didn't end. With the with the the, uh, the sports festival didn't end with stain didn't technically end with the final exam because we then get an episode where we have handyman just kind of talking sh- Don't you know, shooting the shit yeah just shooting the shit with Deku at a mall and then they kind of, it was weird like it was like the whole episode was made just to kind of tease. The next season, like they didn't want to do a five minute thing. Maybe they didn't want to open up next season with that episode. So they just took the whole episode in a way, in my opinion, to kind of tease the next season. Like, I feel like it wasn't because if they had cut that, it would have felt like the end would have been, you know, Deku and recovery and it being like like in the first season, really. Yeah, but no, it's like this show doesn't fucking stop. It's fucking a tournament. Insane. Final exam. By the way, you're going to see that fucking villain again. He's going to wrap his hands around you mm-hmm. and, like, fucking whisper in your ear and be like, hey, well, why why doesn't my life work out the way I want to? Huh? Why? Tell me. If I was, Tell me, Majora. So if I was Deku, you know what I would have said? I straight up would have been like, it's just about marketability. What? Well, everyone saw Stain. So that's why they could wear his mask and they believe in his ideals. If they had seen you and saw that your hands were detachable, they would have been toys. You would have a figure line right now. <laughs> you know, can you imagine fucking kids? Like, first of all, it, it, would, be, it would be a joke. First of all, Shigaraki mm-hmm. would be the joke 
Like, Satan would be mm. the real guy, and Chigurai would be the joke. Fucking kids coming to school with, like, paper hands taped to their foreheads and, like, scratching at their necks and, like, throwing chapstick at each other. Like, Chigurai would be the meme. But really, though, all jokes aside, though, like, it's just because people haven't seen him, literally. Like, I'm not saying no one would, everyone would agree with him if they had, you know, met him and know, know his ideals. But people don't agree with his message or know his message because guess what, genius? They haven't fucking seen you. Like, it's, it's I don't know, like, I maybe would have pissed him off and I would have died. But it seems like the obvious answer to, why aren't they, why aren't they acknowledging me? Why am I not their senpai? Because who the fuck knows who you are? Well, well, to be fair, like, not a lot of um, people knew the hero killer's, like, business until he was, like, captured. Right. And the but video what I'm was saying uploaded. is, is that, no, 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 yes, you're right. But what I'm saying is, is that someone, it would be like if I was like, why is no one listening to the podcast, Tara? And you'd be like, oh, have you released one? And I'm like, what? What do you mean, release one? <laughs> no, no. Well, like, have you I'm put these online? No. What? What on where? On the internet where they where people listen to the podcasts. Hold on. Are you telling me the FBI isn't tapped into my phone? No, uh, they like, are, but they're, they're not gonna release but, the shit for you. Exactly. You gotta market yourself. But like that's what I'm getting at mostly. Is that like it's just so funny that he's like, Why don't they notice me? Bruh. Why you're here Why right now. Why don't they notice me? Yeah. You're here right now, looking like you're about to sell me some drugs, and nobody cares. That's how much they know you right now. Seriously, I, I look, I, all I'm saying is he looks like he's about to deal some drugs. Like, he looks like he's about no, to just right. be like, it, it, not, it's just, it's the face, it's the lips, it's the hoodie. Like, everything about that looks like Braggling one person – he killed one person on the way there. He's like, someone was asking me for for a dime? What? I don't know. What, what kind of bag uses dimes? Just like – he, he did not know you were a murderer. He thought you were something completely different. <laughs> Fucking um, – oh, my God. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the The – the the warp guy, I'm forgetting his yes. goddamn name. Yeah, kudo kudo but kudo something. Because he's like shadow something. You. Yes, yeah, Kirby, he's like shadow like, something. Like he, I I also like like the theory that he's basically the mom of the League of Villains, and you got Shishigaraki <laughs> being a fucking baby. Uh, Toga wants to is a fucking weirdo with blood and shit, and Dobby is crusty as shit. And who else knows going to come out of the fucking woodwork? And Kurogiri's sitting there like, I gotta take care of all these damn kids. He's based. I thought he was the butler because I could swear he's called him Lord or Master at some points. I'm pretty sure he's the butler. Like, just, I'm not even kidding. Like his outfit and his role and the fact that he hasn't straight up murdered him. Seeming, it seems like he is basically hired as the butler. No, yeah, like that's the whole vibe I'm getting too. Um, but, he's he's Alfred. Yeah, yeah. and the, he's he's the Alfred to the shittiest Batman. I love that he stopped them all from killing each other within five minutes of meeting. It was so funny. It's just like get these assholes out of here. 
and then he's like about to murder them and they're about to murder him and he just like uses all the portals and he's just like all right everybody jesus h christ could we not basically um so no yeah i'm i'm interested in what's coming up next i'll say that much so i don't know what's coming up next but i can't wait to to podcast more any before we wrap this one up though anything that really stuck out to you good and or bad this season um honestly the the only not the only thing but what really got me for the season that really improved on for the first season is just rounding everything like just yeah. rounding the world and the characters like that made me very happy and also like how it ended like when season yes. 2 ended and i was waiting for season 3 i was like oh my god big bad guy. I want to know more about big bad guy and how he ties in to all these scraggly misfits that are being parented by a black misty butler. And is that how you, and is that how, and is that how you started reading the manga? Um, yeah. So essentially like as soon as like, I didn't have any more episodes to watch. I'm like, I gotta know what the fuck happens. Like what's going to happen. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Like, I don't know. So I, I did a tour through all of it and, and I, like it was periodically like, Oh, I'm, uh, like, Oh, this is cool. Oh, now I'm crying. Oh, now I'm laughing. <laughs> Look, I'm crying again. Look, mom crying because of fictional boys. Okay. That's nice, hon. Uh, I've I've been crying over fiction for a long time. My mom knows this by now. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I think my favorite part is Todoroki. Not so much as a character, but just the depth that he got. He's my favorite. Because like, you could say, oh, but don't you like the depth that Deku got like with his powers? Like, yeah, but you know there had to be a training arc of some type. Like, that's not, that's not so, I don't want to call that my favorite. My favorite is the fact that I did not see Todoroki's anything coming out of anywhere. Like, I thought it was, he was going to be another random character in the background, but he got so much development. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that. What I don't appreciate as much, you would think it'd be Mineta, but again, he's something that I expected, so it's not really out there. I would say the worst is just... Most of the treatment of a lot of the the women in the show, or the girls, I guess, because they're in, you know they're still in high school, but a lot of that I think is a problem. I I feel because it's again it's not a problem in certain bits and certain parts, but when you add it up all together, where it's like you know you have Yarozu and uh, the other uh, character in their internship with the one woman who it's like oh it's not a problem if she's the only woman who seems to be vapid and focusing on her looks and commercials that's fine but it seems as if it's just a trend that happened this season of like some of these characters not being taken seriously and i'm kind of sitting around and i'm like really like i feel like we could have gotten more i mean i feel like we got a lot from um ochaka to be fair but yeah, I feel like, and again, we got Yarozu kind of coming into her own towards the end of the season. So there's some good there, don't get me wrong. But I feel like there's a decent amount of bad where I'm like, come on, guys. I feel like you could do better overall. You no, know, so so I do agree on that. And there are moments that come in the next season where, I, again, like it, um, so some parts of it are actually anime only where the girls do get more recognition. I guess it's like... Because I guess I'm not sure like who made the call or anything, but I feel like it's a nice um, addition because the, yeah. the manga isn't representing them nice, so the anime is going to do what it said. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I'm sure the author, um, it's funny, I have the manga right in front of me, and I'm not calling Hodo, uh, Hodokoshi by his name, but with uh, Hodokoshi, rather. So with Hodokoshi, I feel like he's approved it, obviously. Like, it's not like, he's not going to sit here. If he was really against it, he'd say something on social media or something. So, like, he's clearly with it. It's just not part of the manga itself. So, yeah, these are anime-only yeah. episodes. I would say, yeah, I love the episode with Froppy and her uh, her friend, the the her new friend, the one who isn't the captain of the ship. She's like, uh, 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 I don't remember serious. her name. She's yeah, Sirius. Yeah, but yeah, Sirius is really cool. I feel like you like Sirius. I do like Sirius. Yeah, you do. Uh, oh, what I loved is Froppy when she when or and Sirius when Sirius is like, oh god, that's so disgusting with the captain, and Froppy's like, that's adorable. It's just so funny Yo. because she never said it out loud, and that's what's really funny about it. Because, again, everyone is supposed to be like, oh, God, the captain trying to do a cute face is so ugly. And she's like, what? It's an adorable face. It's just so funny. No, it's great. I, I love she's, Sue. Yeah. She, she's an Aquarius. She's one of my... Me. I love Sue. Aw. No, Sue's one of my favorites, most definitely. Between Sue... So yeah, so out of all the the women, I think Sue is my favorite, and out of all the guys, I think, hmm. Again, I like Todoroki's development, but he's not my favorite. It's probably between Ida and between Kirishima. You know, Kirishima is my best boy. Like, yes. Uh, best boy. Oh. Um, but I I I do I I stand I stand most of the characters. I stand Ida and his trauma. Such a good boy. Um, Question: I What do you think like, about this what? budding romance potentially between Deku and, and Uraraka? I didn't think they were actually ever going to go there, and I thought it was completely one-sided. Especially when we still had jokes about Deku being like, "I just talked to a girl on the phone," which reminds me, for two hours I just talked to a girl on the phone. Um, but really though, Tara, I didn't think they were going to go there with the romance, and yet it seems like they might? I think it's honestly going to be secondary. I think, like, so, so, I think Uraraka definitely, like, listen, listen, it's, it's a boy, and, and, like, it's a cute person, and mm-hmm. if, uh, like, I, 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 when I see a cute person, I'm just like, hello, you're cute, and there also fair. a lot of admiration, too, yes. that, like, she sees in him. Like, like she, so out of like everyone in the class, like she obviously like um has like like she's also one of the first like he he's one of the first people that she came in contact with in UA. Like he literally saved her fucking life. So yeah. she has like a lot of admiration towards him. But I think that like I, I don't want to spoil anything. Like I do think that it'll continue to be like a secondary thing. It's gonna it's still going to come up, but it will always yeah. be like secondary but no that's and i really no, 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 want I, to develop without that no 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 believe me i'm not saying like i don't want it to become a thing where that's the only thing about them there needs to be more about them than just a potential relationship but what i am saying is is that i think this one actually makes sense in a good way because some anime sadly they make it so that oh well the guy is just this desirable dude and then the girl is just like like you like you said about some anime useless in some respects, like she isn't as good as the other guys. 
Yeah, exactly. And it kind of that's that's not their only character trait, but that becomes most of it. And I understand that this is you know middle school, so some girls are going to be that way, but not all of them are. And I like that none of these uh, girls in the show are that way. And but looking at uh, Udaraka in particular. I think that she can be, you know, like realizing like, oh, my God, I actually am interested in Deku. But, again, not having that become the only part of her character. And I think that's like, – in a show like this, I think that with the way they've built her up, they're doing a good job of, of, of that, where she has her own interests. She's her own person. She's going after her own goals. And then maybe she is interested in Deku, but not – in a way that goes, well, I guess if Deku's you know, going to do this, then I have to do this too, because she's not that type of character. So, and that's just not the way she's been, that, that isn't the way that she's been written. So I feel like this one actually she's makes sense. Crush. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's just the way that she's been written, and I think that they've done a good job, specifically the author has done a good job of that, of showing like, oh, maybe, but not Deku is the only thing that matters. Like, it's not a Helga Pataki thing. No, like, it's not that. And what makes me laugh is that a lot of people are so mad about this. Like, so many fans are like, oh, my God, if Uraraka ends up with Deku, I'm going to, like, jump off a building. And I'm like, can you not? Like, just quiet. Ha, ha, Uraraka will save you with her quirk, so, ha, Exactly. And you'll be even like, more angry. Like, instead of focusing so much on the possibility of them, like, mutually liking each other, you could focus on the fact that she def- literally defies gravity. Like, think about that. The, the, the force that holds us all to this earth, she just, like, she she's a fucking cheat. She she's a fucking yeah. cheat code. Like also, I bro. feel like she would. I don't know. I feel like she would be very open to letting Deku and Baku go. Do their own thing. I think she'd be like, yeah, no, it's fine. You two can just go off and have your adventures. If you catch what I'm what I'm putting down. <laughs> or excuse me. I'm just saying that I think when they I'm just saying that I think that if anyone's shipping that, I don't know if Udaraka would be would be like, Oh no, oh my god, no. I feel like she'd be like, Yeah, no, sure. I know you two were each other's first loves. <laughs> are, are you a Baku Deku shipper? Is that what you're trying to say to me? No. I'm just saying that I feel like anyone because I have a strange feeling. Don't get I have a strange feeling and I'm gonna get murdered for this in real life. That the people who are the angriest are the Baku Deku shippers. Oh, no, they are. That's just all I'm saying. I don't – look, I'm not saying there aren't some people who would be upset if they're shipping Ida and Deku or Kirishima and Deku. I'm just saying that I feel like the loudest, angriest might be Baku Deku. Just saying. No, no, okay. So as someone – who is very active in the fandom and on on like a, a couple of uh, uh, TikToks I made and I did like a whole like shit positivity thing because I'm tired of everyone bitching and literally <laughs> in the comments <laughs> it was a lot of Baku Deku people being angry. I'm like, guys, just what did I what did I just what did I just say? 
That's exactly what I said in the comments. And they were mad about the Izu Ocho chip. The ship. Like well, cause you know, they were mad you know what about it is? Deku and Uraraka. So I was like, bro. You, know you know what I think it is? I think what it is is that, so you and I are in our 20s, and we're not trying to, like, say that we're better than anyone or that, like, oh, my God, we're so much older and cooler. But, like, you and I are in our 20s, and I feel like some of these people who are doing this are also teens themselves well, who, like, this is, yeah, so it's like, I, I, again, I'm not trying to be mean here. It's just babbies for a ship. So, like, you want it to be really, really canon. And, like, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, in my mind, because I, when I was a teenager and I saw Death Note, I'm like, yeah, no, Light and L are totally, like, yeah. And people are like, no, Light and L aren't. And I'm like, okay, pal. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Let's <laughs> fucking fight. So we're just going to wrap it up there. Like you can, there's nothing wrong with liking My Hero Academia. Again, we're both in our 20s. But just don't be weird about it. I think that's the lesson of this episode. It wasn't a review of season two. It was just don't be weird about don't it. Don't be um, weird. Don't be, just, don't be disrespectful. Also, don't yeah. fucking jump on cosplayers at cons. Or also, I've actually I've been okay. about. Well, okay, so, I mean, that's always been a thing that should be a no-no, but, again, like, any new people in the fandom, yeah, cosplay is not consent. So I think that's where we should really end this, just at the obvious, but still, cosplay is not consent. Like, don't don't just glomp people. Um, thank God yaoi paddles aren't a thing anymore, but don't just glomp people. Don't just fucking, you know, think like, oh, but... You know, I'm ex-cosplayer, so then, and you're ex-cosplayer, so you would want me to be in character. No, no, they fucking don't. Don't do that. I think that's a good lesson to really wrap this up with. Any younger fans listening in, if you didn't tune out when I said something earlier about shipping, and you're still here, yeah, don't don't do that. Um, anyway, so but seriously though, love you all. Take care, and tune in next time for another episode of Anna Saturday. Tara and I had fun. Try to we'll try to get you back on for some of season three, and even potentially the movie. So that'll be a lot of fun in the future. So either way, comment about your thoughts on Season 3. If you're listening to this through our Those Guys on the Radio YouTube channel, comment on your thoughts down below. And also our thoughts about some of the stuff that we mentioned towards the latter end when things got really sleepy and tiredy. Yeah, tell us what you think about all that stuff so down, down in the comment section down below. Uh, and you'll have all the social media links in the description box. So anyway, love you. Take care. Tune in next time. Say goodnight, Tara. Good night. Good night, everybody.